We make it cool to be suck. different definition or criteria for what something is i know i know it's a little bit of a bias because we can listen to to create and understand what he means by being something but everybody swear they something this may not be something that's to us worth you know so like is, is is there an overall criteria for what something is supposed to be it moves, okay. especially especially if we're talking like from like a hip hop perspective, like what's cool, what makes a nigga him, um, all of that shit. Like, I don't know, it all moves around. Cause even when like like what was that shit? Um, hi everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when uh when that Kendrick shit came like that, it was like Kendrick and Drake. What was that? What was that fucking beat called? And everybody was rapping over it. Oh. Um, uh, Control. Yeah, that shit. But like, even when he came out and like, um, like, cause that's when they were all like bubbling and you didn't know who was who, but like, he was rapping his ass off then. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of like his deal stuff, but I feel like it's just kind of the more independent ish type of thing is that like, because it's not thrown in everybody's face, they'd be like, this person's not that great. And I'm like, that's not true though, bro. This nigga makes amazing music. Like, I don't know like what your barometer is on how you judge music being good like there's is it just ass throwers because then that's like not including maybe like lyrics you know like is it just lyrical because i'm like i'm I'm down like i like i sometimes i don't need uh as much as i love the last kendrick album sometimes i definitely understand like whoa nigga, you are scaring the hoes like, <laughs> you know cut that shit off right now some of some of them some of them some of you know them. but then sometimes like yeah like if you tell me like you know like the other day like it's you know, I was, felt like an old ass man. I was leaving work. It's legit seven thirty, and I look at this nigga in the car next. I'm like, bro, it's. I remember it. Like, I'm like, it's just too early for NLE Chapel. Like, it's too, it's too early. Now, I'm not saying it's too early for you to be slutted out. Y'all can do that at whatever fucking time you want to. Absolutely. But it's just you know, like goddamn. Probably bro. the only song of his I've listened to in entirety. 
I gave I gave it a shot. Like he has like I just but again I have to be in the turn up mode. Like I just if that's like like this all, y'all listen to this all the time. Yeah, not all the time. But slip me out. I can listen to it all the time. <laughs> no, yeah, slip me out. Is like, but that's a, that's a bias. I have a bias towards what that song is giving. Yeah, like, I, I, I use that as a barometer. Honestly, like I've used that song for for my uh, my previous partners. I fuck and with I it. play that for them, and just to see the look on their face when they hear it, they're like, mm. "I was like, yes, that's that's why, that's yeah, why we have we, our yeah. thing." Yeah, be dirty, bro. Like you know, if y'all gonna dirtbags, yeah, if I can play that. If I can play that song or other songs like that for you, and it perks you up a little bit, you know, yeah. If y'all we can, if, we can be friends. If y'all are using this whole like you know, because you know you are connecting, you know, in some form of fashion during the sexual like, y'all might as well be on the same wavelength, you know. But then you know, I feel like that gets into. Everybody want to give you those like everything's a soul type conversations, and I don't know. I was I had a conversation about that like a while back, and like I was going back and forth about it. Like I don't take away the soul type thing. I just feel like sometimes, for me, sometimes I feel like people put a lot of emphasis on every time you do that, it is a absolute soul type. Too much emphasis yeah. on it, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like that's done sometimes if you absolutely. And I'm not trying to be a dick, people. I just feel like if you sometimes, and this is both sides, sometimes we was just bodies. Sometimes you just need to get this shit the fuck off. But I feel like everybody wants to be a soul tie so you can tell yourself you weren't a body. And maybe you were. Maybe we all were bodies at some point. And we're all. On the okay. flip side, wait, wait. On the flip side, I will say that to me, it diminishes times where I know I'm fucking with this person. We have really, I'm locked in. And it's like, this wasn't that. So you're not finna tell me like, yeah. you know, we just, this is not the same. Like that was cool what I did. And, you know, me and her had a, had, you know, we was with it, but we were very lusty. This here is not the same. Yeah. You're not finna tell me every time I do this, it's the same thing. I know some people might like, you know, whatever, but. It's not. I, I, so you're saying like certain people may say it to justify the shame that they may feel around being a body, seeming yeah. like they are just a body, right? Now, the whole soul tie thing is a spiritual anecdote. Yeah. It's, it's an aspect of spirituality, meaning that you're understanding the energies of an inner, inner being. It has nothing to do with the external vessel, right? Mm. Which is the body. So I'm utilizing a terminology that doesn't acknowledge the body to avoid being counted as a body. If this is your mindset, why does the body part matter at all? Everything you do, if everything is energy, that means everything I touch, everything I come encounter with, I have an interaction with, it affects my mood, it affects my energy, but you also know energy is constantly moving and changing as well. So what is a soul tie if you understand that energy is constantly moving and whatever energy we have shared, it's going to reset and change and evolve and whatever once I come in contact with something else, which could be the door. Well, that was another way. That was another avenue that the conversation took because I was kind of in your ballpark. I was like, okay, if I've had deep connections with other people that weren't in a sexual sense, do soul ties only matter in the sexual context, or is it about how you connected with this person? Like, is it that you can make a soul tie through any interaction if it becomes like deep and fucking you know like intimate? And intimate doesn't necessarily mean sexual. You Not can you can make a soul tie through sex, absolutely, but sex. Is sex the absolute way that a soul tie is created? Because it's like, you know. It, it, not to cut you off. Yeah. If, if we're saying that, 
for our culture, right? Why do we have soul food? Food that, that feeds your soul, that feels good, that is satiating for you, that connects you to the culture and to your ancestors, right? It, mm -hmm. it gives you a connection to something greater than yourself when you eat these meals. Isn't that a soul tie? So I have a soul tie to smothered pork chops and dressing? I would say, I mean, you could. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, why are you going vegan talking about <laughs> to protect my soul? I'm disconnecting from my culture, which is soul food, and I'm going to eat strictly vegetables. I would make the argument that if soul ties are what you, how you connect with other people through certain events, that those Sunday dinners are ways to create soul ties betwixt the people that are sitting there at the table. Right. Like, you know, you've gone through your week, you've gone through whatever, but this is the time where. You know, we all watch fucking uh, the movie Soul Food. Like, technically, you know, Soul Like, look, man, the Soul Ties, that's a good example. Look at me, man. The ties that they made at that table together as a family, that was way more connected than him and old girl on that roof. They wasn't connected like that. Or in the bathroom. Yeah, you know, like, he was connected to his trauma. She was connected to, but they wasn't connected to each other, like, in a good way. Oh. So maybe they were, they were trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. But they, but the soul ties, I feel like might have happened at that table. I feel like I'm making a point. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I think, I think the point you're you're making is like the soul tie has nothing to do with actual sexual activity, right? Which you kind of yeah. I just don't earlier. feel like sex has a monopoly on soul ties. It I doesn't. feel like it can. To me, it doesn't. I think your soul can be fed mm -hmm. by anything that deeply connects to you. Like, say for instance sticking with something that's physical and sexual, right? Like mm. within kink BDSM world, they're not always having sex. They may do things that are thrown in the category of sex, yeah. but they're just having physical intimate play in some regard, whether it's impact, you know, shibari, tying people up with ropes, like whatever it mm. is, they're doing something that is helping them connect to and express pleasure with two different roles, dom and sub, between two other people or whatever the case is. But some people can not have had sex with each other, but just had these intimate connections through some sort of activity or toys or action or whatever the case is. And they can be connected without ever having penetrated each other. Yep. Just like you can have a deep connection to someone and some like, especially for, for women, they'll say like, this is my best friend. This is my, this is my soulmate. My best friend is my soulmate. Have you ever fucked her? Because if you never hecked, if you never fucked her, then then why do we act as if sex is going to automatically create this large soul tie? It's not a soul tie; it's an energy exchange that I can rock with. When people talk yeah. about sex as an exchange of energy, I can rock with because you are everything. This is an exchange of energy. Bars. This is an exchange of energy. Everything is an exchange of energy. It can be negative, but it's also going to reset and change once that activity is over. It also can move and change. I can do this. And this is a positive exchange of energy in some capacity. This is a negative exchange of energy, not to sit here hitting you, but <laughs> it's like there's different ways that I can do something and change something and it can morph within the same interaction. It can be something starting positive, ending negative, or even going back to positive. But we act like something has to be finite. Oh, buzzword. Um, your version of what you're saying, I feel like people would maybe like not be uh, super fans of because that gonna run into you being accountable for all your interactions because if you recognize that everything is energy all these interactions are level of energy vibration same old same we all we've had this conversation before mm -hmm. it's that okay if this is an exchange of energy within the sex space and this is an exchange of energy that you like taking taking advantage of because you don't want to be a body or you want to you know 
capitalize or maximize like what you think the sexual interaction is, but you also have to be accountable for the fact that how you interacted with the fucking store clerk, how you interacted with your mom mm-hmm. this week, how you interacted with your kid, how you interacted with this individual that you fucking own in other areas. Cause how you interact with yourself. You dropped that dick or that push on them, but you were kind of like really not connected anywhere the fuck else. No. It's time, I don't know, insert any relationship that we can think of, like talking about music, movies, real life, where it's like, it ain't really nothing popping over here for real. Like if we break this shit down, y'all fuck Y'all do some other very surface level interactions, but there's not really a connection. So to that, I would say like sometimes this could be a better, better experiment into understanding what a connection is. And now y'all really having those. Mm-hmm. I didn't have so many relationships. I understand. No, you don't. Cause you really have never connected to anybody. You didn't fucking own a lot of people. You guys have been, you've been together with said person and this, that, and the third. I'm not even talking about frivolous sex. I'm talking about, we have been in these committed things mm-hmm. for Four, three, four years, five years, ten years. Ten years sounds scary, but it happens. And y'all not really fucking with each other. Y'all are just doing the things, but it's like, I haven't really been, like, connected with this person or anybody, yeah. really. Because you don't know what the fuck that is. I'm not dissing y'all, but, like, that's the skill set. Right. I, I would be, like, something that came to mind as you were sharing that. It's like, you have to be accountable to all these different ways that you are exchanging energy with all this stuff, right? Mm. And I, I said how you have or share energy with yourself. To me, if you're doing something, trying to justify not being a body, that's your ego coming out, right? Yeah. Which means you're having a negative interaction or a negative exchange of energy within yourself. You're shaming yourself because you're telling yourself, if I do this, I'm just going to be a body, as opposed to saying... You know, I'm going to allow myself to have this experience and what comes from it is what I put onto it. It can be a negative experience sexually with somebody and we're not sexually compatible, but I can still respect this person and be like, oh, I'll take this as information that me and this person aren't compatible in this regard, but I still respect them and I can still treat them as a wonderful person. I can still share space with them, but just not in this regard. Or maybe it may take more time or maybe I can figure out why were they, why was this not that great? I was uncomfortable with you. You were uncomfortable with me. Let's have more communication about it. Let's build a deeper connection and it can become better later on. But in my mind, I'm saying, I don't want to be a body shaming myself for it, or I'm shaming myself for having done it and it didn't meet my expectation. And I leave it there and don't explore how to have a healthier connection with something. Therapizing. I, Cause I agree with that. I think so. I think part of that, like, um, I don't want to be a body thing. That could go a variety of ways. If I'm putting so much emphasis on here, because maybe I realize or don't realize that I lack in ways to connect in other ways. So mm-hmm. I need this thing here to be the most important thing. You got to fuck with me because this is what's the most important. It's like, well, no, it doesn't. But this wouldn't be the thing if you had cultivated some of these other areas. Like I would know that we are more connected to this, that, and the third. It wouldn't be just like frivolous like, you know, I hate, and I'm not even going to jump on, like, I feel like, you know, you might be perceiving me and just talking about women, but it's niggas, like, you know, she, you know, she fuck with you when you drop that dick on her. And it's like, not really, my G. Like, that's cool. Like, definitely be able to do that. You should be able to drop those genitals on the other person's genitals, and it should be great. But if that's your only claim to fame, then maybe you don't really know anything about a connection, because I'm pretty confident that I'm a, you know, funny nigga you know, interesting nigga, smart motherfucker. If we're not connected, then we might not vibe like that. But I don't necessarily have the thought that like, you know, I'm some like walking bum. Like if my client, if my only thing that hooks this motherfucker in is dropping dick off, then maybe I'm not that dope. So if your thing is like, you know, 
This pussy finna, if that's it, let me tell you, motherfucker, you in for a bad fucking way. Because it's a lot of those outside. And they good. I'm not just talking about fucking, it's, like, if, I don't know, man, if we're talking about pussies or, what's that, you know how they do it, like, in foreign countries? Like, motherfuckers think, like, you know, like, oh, my God, it's a fucking whatever, like, bins. And you go to fucking Dubai or somebody, something like that, and, like, everybody, every house has a bins. So it's like, your pussy's like a bins in Dubai or something like that. I might be wrong with my analogy, but you get it. Like, there's there's that quality of, like, good ass yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not something that's exclusive to just you. Yeah, now you are or even something that's important, to be honest, because sticking with that analogy, you can take your ass somewhere like a uh, an Asian country or some African countries. It's like, no, this whole country is contracted to only have Toyotas. Okay, yeah, well, that's maybe that's what I mean. You get what I mean. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. But, yeah, it's like, you know, this shit is... Now, you... I'm trying to help help man i'm trying not to just burn the world down out out the gate you got a lot of show left so don't don't hold me to this standard but like it's like you could be very well very very much so unique to you and it's like you know i can't move without this motherfucker here. but that's unique to you and maybe cultivate some personality shits maybe you know maybe you could be doper because if you know you sound like everybody else you know if you you know if you and if you can say your point you open up the comment sections and it's you and everybody in this motherfucker sound like you and you sound like them. So does that mean like in order to have deeper connections, it's best to be able to connect to people that don't enable your point of view? They have a little bit of a different point of view than you sometimes? Yeah, I know we've discussed that tons of times here, but like, you know, um, and I know like I'm, there's a fucking weird sidebar because I saw some... uh clip talking about um it was one of those like super active pages and they were talking about the intrigue the intrigue of working as villains or making villains and shit like that because you get to see the other side of these like more complex situations and yeah it's like I feel like just in general if you're like oh I dislike like that's kind of the cut and dry shit like say with like our little political views like I don't like 90% of what these motherfuckers say but that 10 I'm gonna take that fucking 10 but you got to be able to kind of have the ability to work through that and pull apart and this, that, and the third. If you are just stuck in, you know, black and white thinking, then you limit your ability to kind of be a full-formed person. And that's going to suck after a while because once you're in the fucking relationships and shit, everybody dance pretty much. I feel like the gray is what gets shit going. Like the black and white is like what maybe gets you in the door. But once y'all, what makes y'all kind of stick together going forward is them little gray areas. And if that shit's not graying like it should... Y'all just kind of be like, you fuck around to be Al Bundy. And I've been I've been very, very vocal about being Al Bundy is legit. Top, top fear. Being Al Bundy is more scary than getting, like, the way niggas put up out getting cheated on, fuck that. Being, be, spending 20 years sitting out, sitting being Al Bundy, she ain't never got no sad dick, but you just fucking are in prison in your home. Boy, fuck no. That shit is... Like, it'd be funny, that's but then like, that should be no terrible. happiness and no... Even just thinking of that, like, that character. It's like a, a mixture of being exceptionally weak, but sure. resilient at the same time. Like, kind of a slave. Like, not yeah, but not, not recognizing how resilient you actually are enough to... Hey, I ain't gotta be here. Yeah. Because, like... Sticking with the Al Bundy analogy, if I leave, what what happens to y'all? If if I, I I'm the only one working, 
I provide for everybody, even though we're scraping by, I still provide for everybody, which I will never understand how a white man that sells shoes can afford a house, but you know, other people can't. We sleep. I saw, sorry. I saw a fucking, I saw a meme that not just Al, but we sleep on the fact that we call Homer dumb when Homer might've been a real fucking genius. Cause Homer worked at a fucking like, Oh, he was yeah, like a chemical a nu- plant. Yeah. He was, was a whole, en- he was a whole engineer. Like Homer might not be dumb. Anyways, that's, that's just as he just might have, I'll say Homer might not be dumb. I mean, anything can be a learned skill, right? Mm-hmm. It takes somebody that's not that bright in one area and they can excel and do great in another area. So oh, yeah. he, he might have been really smart within the avenue of getting this job, securing it and keeping it. But he might have been broken at some point because he had no upward mobility no fulfillment in his life outside of okay. that and didn't push himself to grow and change to where even the thing that he learned to become good at, he be, he regressed, so to speak. Homer is like surface level smart. Homer is like that. What's that conversation between like being like, uh, what do we say? Like being intelligent, being educated. Yeah. Like Homer might've been wildly educated. Like Homer might have a PhD. He's just super educated. You tell him what to do. He can run the list. He can memorize shit really well. But like, actual independent thought and going like and making like general I, Homer might really not be like intelligent or creative and Homer might be a real fucking parallel to a lot of you motherfuckers in life yeah I was Homer, Homer may have been so even just like say looking at his character to stick with the analogy he was emotionally expressive but not emotionally intelligent so it's like being good at doing the thing or doing the thing a lot or in a grandiose manner, but not really understanding how to do it efficiently or effectively. All you niggas are over <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> I'm sorry. I mean, that could be a good analogy. Like oh, how shit. that could be a reason, like why a lot of these shows have done well for so long or had as many seasons as they did because so many people related to these characters and they may not realize, like, it's not a good thing that I can relate to these characters. Well, yeah, no, because I think I think that's a big thing with a lot of these relationship shows. Like it was the one that everybody's talking about now. I refuse to watch. It was something where these niggas was in pods, and uh, um, I want to say that you sent me a link because I've seen that clip before where the girl was like, "I'm don't want the ring, but I'm gonna I don't want to be married, but I'm oh, gonna keep yeah. the ring." And the dude, like I've seen these people so much, and I got the gist that the show the show works and like they spend all this time in pods talking to each other, like sort of the concept almost makes sense. Like they have to communicate with each other over a amount of time and they just talk in these pods, but they never see each other. Mm-hmm. And again, it's kind of all these extremes. Cause I'm not saying, I never say that like the sex thing is the most important, but it is important to be physically attracted to your partner. Mm-hmm. And then the communication is like that the things have to like merge. So this show flips that on its head. You talk all the time, but every time, like um, every time I've seen clips of them and I'm like, they're not really having they just not having what I feel like are the connective conversations. It's like, you have good job. You um, like fucking sushi. But like the intricate shit that makes people like, hey, man, that's my motherfucking like person. Friendships, fucking whatever. Like y'all got all family members and shit that y'all love to death. But you got that cousin that that's your fucking like y'all connect. So I feel like these shows don't promote. And a lot of the relationship shits like content, you know, show wise, they don't always promote like the connections that you need for a thing to be that love story, quote unquote, like the real, this is my person. I'm happy to come home and see them. 
I'm happy to whatever. They're all like built upon these weird things. Like the whole show is built on people trying to get married. Mm. So I'm like, y'all don't really want to be with somebody. Y'all want to be married. You want to be a husband for whatever reason you want to be a husband. And you, they're all the same show, which is fucking baffling. Cause every, every month y'all talk about these shows, like they're brand new. It's the same shit. It's a bunch of people who are trying to have like the image of what a relationship looks like. Then everything falls apart. Half these motherfuckers might be actors, but you know, whatever. I say it's more to have. But why, <laughs> why do you think that we continuously promote shows with those kinds of underlying narratives? Fast food. Like, it's, it's entertainment. People, like, say it is entertainment. But sometimes I feel like it's like you're looking for things on, you know, by all types of media that justify your, you know, Implicit bias has been the fucking theme for the past, like, three weeks. Mm -hmm. But I want shows and narratives that show that you can run this thing this way and get the positive result because that's what I want in my life. I want somebody to run this shit the way that I would run it so they can show me that, oh, well, this would work. This is what I would do. And it doesn't necessarily, and, like, nobody ever goes, yo, this shit is dumb all across the board because if you take that and it's dumb all across the board, then you got to go back to the immediate drawing board of how you've been running. You could be fucking 35 and been running relationships in the ballpark of how this show runs it, like how you've thought about it, how you view this, that, and the third. And now you got to go, well, fuck. If I think this show is dumb, then I think how I've been running shit is dumb. But if I've been running shit is dumb, then huh, am I dumb too? <laughs> Am I the trauma? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so e even with that, do you, if that's the case, if that's some, some place that a lot of people could arrive at, do you think people have the capacity as a society, I can't speak on everybody, but as our society or how our society appears right now, do you think we even have the capacity or capability to have deeper connections? I think we have the capability, yes. Do I think we have... Um, ooh, workout analogy. I just don't think niggas have done those lifts. Like, okay. it's a lot of people, you know, it's a lot of, uh, you know, I'll give it that there's a lot of people in the gym. But, you know, it's people who come to the gym every day. They run on the treadmill for a while. They do a couple stretches. They go grab a machine and do that shit wrong, and then they get up and leave. <clears throat> but, you know, they never really, you know, went through the embarrassment of sitting down on the bench, having to do the bar and struggling. And then a couple weeks later, you can do some 20s. Like, I, I make a sidebar. I make a point now, like, when, because I know how I look. I'm a sizable man. But when I see, like, dudes doing that, I always try to give them, like, a head nod or a, you know, I don't like to be the dude to be like, do it like this, because I see dudes be douchey like that and be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But if somebody asks, I always give pointers. If somebody needs help, I am always try to be there to, like, spot. And in moments where I've spotted dudes that didn't have what is like a good looking weight, I give them props because I was like, nigga, this is how you get to be the nigga. That nigga over there, piece of shit. He's not going anywhere. Like he just ego lifting douchebag and he's doing it wrong. He's not hitting any muscles. You give yourself six months. You'll be fine. So I feel like that concept applied to life is what people are doing. It's a lot of people who just been in and around the gym. You know, they run it like old people run it. Old niggas can go sit in the sauna for two hours and go out. They did it. Because back in back in his day when he needed to be, the nigga could lift the whole gym. You, on the other hand, see the stuff that's hard and difficult and like, mm, I like the treadmill. It's nice. I get a good sweat. He ain't doing shit. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, do I, does everybody have the ability? Absolutely. Now, y'all's willingness to go ahead and hit y'all head against that wall? Psh, 
Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of along the lines of what I was thinking. That's why I posed the question. Like, I've noticed a lot of people talk as if they are doing and are trying to do the work that has a deeper connect or develops a deeper connection with themselves and other people. But sticking with the gym analogy, I recognized once I'm really deep into this thing, it's going to require a lot of consistency and change for me. And I'm just afraid to even set foot inside the gym in the first place. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like, I, I, this is going to require this of me. Oh, yeah, now I'm afraid of that. So even like I, I can say for myself, casually, whatever, I can have conversations with people. And I've gotten this, especially since I've finished grad school and entered the field. I just ask regular inquisitive questions. And because people know what I do and what field I'm in, they get uncomfortable with me asking. They perceive it as deep questions. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But they get uncomfortable with that. And they're like, God, and they're like, why are you asking so many questions? Like, why are you this? Why are you that? It's like, well, how else do you get to know people if you're not curious about them and you ask questions? People get afraid of you asking like, oh, damn. Or, or you know, say, for instance, especially at our age, you know, you're, you're divorced with multiple kids. They what happened in your last relationship. <laughs> like, I just want to know because that lets me know who you are. That lets me know what you've been through. I could just be like, oh, you got two kids. I'm trying to smash it. It is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no, if I'm actually trying to get to know you platonically, you know, romantically, whatever, it's like, damn, what happened? What happened with your relationship? Or what's something that you learned from it? Or, you know, how are you healing from it? Whatever the case is, those can be deep questions or just inquisitive questions to get to know somebody. And people will shy away from those questions. But that's where the deeper connection lies. Are yeah. you going to get to a point where you're dating somebody and they don't know what happened in your previous marriage? Yeah, I think that comes to like also like, I don't know, understanding people's like conversations and understanding like you understanding why you're asking the question and them understanding why the question is being asked. Because mm -hmm. there's obviously a separation between because I know everybody always feels like they're always being like interrogated. Right. But I guess like to me, like when I think about it, I I. I try not to like press. I find like I'd be a little patient with my questions, but I do like understanding who the fuck I'm talking to. And yeah, I, cause I've had, I've had discussions about like, okay, understanding where these questions are coming from and what you're looking for an answer. Cause I'm cool sometimes like, cause that sometimes helps me know where a person's at too. If I ask a question that I might think has this, this, and this level, but you honestly gave me level B. Okay, I now understand something even from that conversation. Right. Like, oh, okay, that's only where we left. That's only where the thought process goes. Oh, okay, cool. I understand you. I understand you more sometimes than what you don't say than what you fucking. Absolutely. But well, people have to understand that going back to the exchange of energy, that means everything is an exchange of energy and there's always something I could learn from it, whether it's positive or negative. I could ask you a question, giving off energy. And you aren't able to reciprocate the same amount of energy that I've given back to me. But I could recognize your capacity because I recognize, oh, I gave you E-level energy and you gave me B-level energy. Oh, they don't have the ability or the comfort level or the capacity to give me E-level back. I understand where you are. Now I know how to meet you a little bit better. But if you didn't give that to me at all or you shied away from it, that even still is an answer. Those are negative responses, but I still get to positively learn about you, this space, the interaction and everything from it simply because I was willing to give something in the first place. Yeah, I think I think also. I don't know, man, motherfuckers got to really know like where they at 
in the fucking conversation and why they in that conversation. I know I've had, you know, back and forths before for a number of reasons. It's like, why do you say that? Like, it's a, you know, I don't know, man, like, you know, intuition and uh, all that energy understanding and shit, you know, it's not gender specific. Because, you know, you get a question, you get a, you know, you get a conversation, it's like, that's not an inquisitive question. That's a trying to organize. So I understand people feeling like that. And, you know, sometimes that's just on you to un- explain, like, hey, I'm not trying to, like, push this towards away. I'm not trying to box you in with questioning. Like, there's inquisitive questioning, and then there's, are you trying to start some shit via being inquisitive? And then, I don't know, yeah, that, an ulterior motive or you're prying or fishing for something. That or, type shit. But I know mm-hmm. those, are, those are, you know. You had to know better. Do, do people really have to? Well, I mean, depending if you're trying to get to a certain point, you can... You can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to know better. You can fuck it off if you want to. So, depending on where somebody's trying to get to, in, in, in your mind, in a perfect world, where would you say people should try to get to? Like, what are some things that they should shoot for when it comes to having, I'll say healthier connections. I won't even say deeper. I'll just stick strictly to healthier, and that could be in any variation you want to talk about it. I think you... And this is, you know, not even anything that I say anybody gets mastered. I'm speaking just for myself. You know, put your expectations on the flow. Okay. Like if you are trying to just, oh, I think I like this person. I think we cool. Let's discuss and just see where y'all connect that. You know, see if and under I don't know, and understanding what connection is. Connection is not always like this person is somebody who says everything you want to hear. Mm. This might be somebody who says some shit like, I ain't even thought about it like that. There's a, and you know, and that takes you being, you growing. Like if you, if this person says something and you think about it, it's a difference between somebody saying some shit like, this shit dumb. But you know, I'm speaking also from a space that you have to be a little like introspective because if you can understand like, oh, I'm, even if you, to your private, in your private moments, I'm responding from a space of bullshit. And I don't like what you said because it fuck with my fucking, I don't like that shit. Now, if you can understand, you know, you, because I think that's good. And sometimes, like, you don't have to be fucking the great debaters every day. But Mm -hmm. if you're talking to somebody and you're like, hey, they bring up some shit that I ain't never thought about like that, then that might not be a bad thing. So I say, first and foremost, put your expectations of what you think the conversation is supposed to be like on the flow. And if you are just getting to know someone, then hold space that they might say some shit that you don't like. Because that's Mm -hmm. another thing that motherfuckers be talking about. Oh, that motherfucker said that. And I was like, off that. Although you met immediate resistance and you shut down. Yeah. Although I think about that now because I don't do that. Well, I'll be so anti that. I feel like sometimes I should, I should adopt more of that. So be balanced. I'll say that I'll hold out space for that. Cause I know I'm going okay. to be like, I know that shit is dumb. I know where that's fucking headed, but let me not be whatever. And then the motherfucker yeah. proved me a hundred percent correct. And I'm like, fuck. I don't want to feed into this. Um, that's jump shit. Yeah, discernment, discernment, some intuition. But you had no, in order to do that, you got to recognize where you are also. Now, I will say most people are aware of where they are. It's just they may not be aware of where their intuition is coming from or like where where it's set on the ticker. Because you can have an Man. intuition. We've talked about this before. <laughs> I just got you can, words. You can have an intuition that's it's on a negative trend. So you're you're noticing all the negative things or you're feeling certain emotions and triggers because of something negative within you. So like I noticed this and I'm putting this negative perception on it. It's like, nah, this is actually a positive thing. You're just projecting your own negativity into that. And you can be the opposite. You can be 
positively in tune with yourself and recognize, oh, this can go in a negative direction and I'm going to avoid this because it's going to put me in that space too and I don't want to. So I give y'all some bail. Most people know where they are. They just don't know why they are. I'll say that. Yeah. How is Gamora, you know? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Oh, we got questions. We didn't get a bunch today, but I like I like y'all participating. I'm always, I'm always throw these motherfuckers out there. And they are like still in like the, well, they can be relationship Who was first? <laughs> all these, Why are you laugh at the question like that? All these cheating videos that's been on the internet lately. <laughs> that was the whole, that was the whole yeah. thing. Because <laughs> the question I posed, I was like, what y'all want us give us stuff to talk about? All these cheating videos oh, that's been on the okay, internet okay. lately. Um, Now, this, I'll... I'll shoot a little bell and say, is it that many of them that are on the medias or is that what you've gravitated towards and what your algorithm reflects? That's a bar. I will say that. Cause like when I think about all of these, I've seen, I've seen two, like I've seen two, like in the past like week or so, Yeah. but they weren't like, um, it was one where like, a d- it was I felt bad I felt bad Like a dude came in Cause you know Her niggas be trying to like There she go Out here motherfucking Cheating But you could hear That nigga voice Like you're gonna cry At some mm-hmm. point Like you caught I don't know It was like It was like he caught her And like the best friend And she looked like You know She had just Fucked around and got caught But in the caption He was like Not in the caption In the video He was saying like You know nigga told me Not to fuck with you So there's things there To unpack Cause it's like That nigga like You know We he kind of set you up for that. Like, you know, you may or may not have, you know, fucked with this person or you may have had whatever. Like, there's things there to probably unpack as to how that situation happened. Mm-hmm. But, yes, that person got cheated on. And then the other one I saw was where, like, uh, it was like a happy face over the dude's dick. But the girl is, like, sucking dick while talking to her mm-hmm. nigga. And I just, I, I know that I've... Uh, Seen that situation like happen, and that sucks. Um, but I'll, anytime those happen, like when I, I don't know, when I like have seen those situations happen, I always kind of like see bits and pieces of the relationship. That if you are having a honest, like in some, some cuts catch you up, right? I'm not saying like I, I can't lie and say like everything you could have fucking seen it coming, right? But there are moments where those because like where I'd be like, nah, there's parts of this where like if you, I don't know, man, if you were paying attention, you kind of see that either you and this person are distant or she or he is very like very forthright with like you know but I don't know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it's very forthright with yo this motherfucker was a piece of shit from jump like none of this shit made sense how this fucking happened like you didn't your antennas wasn't up at all like not a not at all you kinda you kinda wanted this like right. now I, I can come back to that I'll say not to justify these things but going back to being aware of say your algorithm which is really your environment your perception what you're gravitating towards your space we know when it comes to social media right now in general it's being ran by iGen the generation under us right the, the internet generation oh yeah I was like what is their actual thing Gen Z what are they Zers Zers we're millennials and I think they're Gen Z or iGen one of the two or the ones under, I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. some, something along those lines, but that's something to do with technology. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but they're for the most part running social media as far as TikTok and some of the memes and stuff on Instagram. Um, but a lot of what they're doing is it's trolling or a narrative. It's fake. They're trying to do stuff that looks real for the sake of getting temporary attention. So how do we even know that there's a lot of cheating going on? And how do we know that it's not scripted just to get somebody's attention? Like how, how many things are people doing strictly for the sake of attention? We know people will jump in relationships strictly for the sake of attention. So how do we know that people aren't creating these scenarios strictly to gain some sort of attention and following that they're really not going to do anything with, but they're happy with getting the fame. Somebody's throwing pages. I, I, somebody's making a killing off of them. I, I I have a lady friend. She will post. I feel like she posts one a day. Like literally, she'll post a me and somebody's son thing a day. And I just try to. Some people. It, that's a whole nother conversation. But <laughs> if y'all if y'all realize half the shit that y'all really posted, and somebody that's from a healthy, balanced state of mind, like how they would perceive that, you'd probably realize why you don't have what you're looking for. But that's a whole nother conversation. You can say, we've talked about this before. You can say social media, I'm just playing or it was funny. No, that's, it's an aspect of you. And yeah, every time it, it describes a good amount of you, whether you want to accept it or not. Well, I always take those as like, everybody loves a relationship aesthetic, but nobody really loves being in a relationship. Like you want to be. BBL is, relationships? Hmm? BBL relationships. Yeah. It's the same thing I say about when people say they want to be married. I'm like, you just want to be a wife. You don't want to like connect with this person like everybody wants to be loved wants to feel loved wants to engage in that but it's always these like just what i think a relationship looks like and i'm just like yeah, i don't feel like y'all really like are good partners okay. like because everything just be the same aesthetic shit like i just feel like if you can't sit in the house enjoy this person and everybody always be like i just want to have deep conversations about you know and you'd be like all right man well, what about tell a motherfucker uh what if the devil had a point? I can't, you, you, you know, you just doing too much or whatever, whatever the fuck it is. Like, I just don't believe y'all. Like my end goal, my end result is I just feel like some of y'all just the same, the same regular surface shit that don't have any fucking backing or story. Back question depth. about capacity or if people have the ability to do it. If we, I mean, we've said before and we see the memes and stuff talking about how sensitive society is right now and how they just can't have conversations without being offended. Mm -hmm. Like there's a large cloud of victim mentality over our society right now. That could be an aspect of why people don't have the capacity to do it. Because how do you have a conversation with somebody like, oh yeah, the devil had a point. Or the devil was really, whatever, maybe he was the hero and Jesus was the antagonist or whatever having different perspectives of a conversation you have that conversation with somebody that's super christian now they're offended and now they're thinking that you're a heathen or whatever the case is like like no i'm really just speaking in hypotheticals just to think outside the box or really i'm just being facetious just to have a conversation with you that can be whatever yeah, they could just be explored to see like how your mind works like because right. i'll even say it don't even have to be as facetious but like i saw something that was like a conversation about, um, you know, everybody be having these, like, think pieces on Twitter, and Tumblr still exists when people be saying funny shit. And the conversation was around, like... People got back to, to, to Tumblr. Yeah, but they... I, I respect them saying they want everybody else, like, to don't come back here. Like, all you people that left during the pandemic. Like, and I, I respect it. But it was like, what if Peter Pan is not a... I didn't let titties be on there no more. They, they back. 
I know. I saw yeah, that. I saw that back like at the end of last year. I was like, oh, Tumblr. I'm not saying nothing. Tumblr else got I mad wanted. at Reddit. Reddit was taking all this shit. So they said, well, yeah, y'all can come back with the booty, but it's yep. too late now. I wanted to stay whatever type of. I don't even be on there a lot, but when I visit, I just like everybody just having a little, a little thing. Good mm-hmm. for y'all. But it was like a conversation about like, what if, um, what if Peter Pan was like really a villain? Like, what if yeah, he was like, uh, I've seen that perspective yeah, like, before. Yeah, like he's not really a hero. He's kidnapping kids, and ha- Captain Hook is the kid that escaped, and he consistently comes back to be like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to save you, motherfuckers." Right. But I said all that to say is like, that's not a super like groundbreaking thought process or whatever. But like, it's like if you sometimes I think about like that me and somebody's son pictures. And I'd be looking at it like, I'm like, hey, can we kind of have a funny bullshit conversation like this over here? Like, I sometimes don't see that. Like, that's sometimes when I'm like, I'm biased because I like games and shit. But the honesty that I see from some of, like, the geek conversations. So we had an episode forever ago where I sometimes still feel like some, like, other cultures, like, white folks, like, beat us out. Because they'll, <laughs> you'll as corny as it is. It's not the regular degular shit. It's like I like trucks and guns. And she's like, bitch, me too. She's uh she's shooting fucking deer, and so is he, and they're fucking jumping the broom in in fatigue dresses and and I'm like, that's not my shit. But the idea of how they connect so deeply, I'm with that. Like their shit is not even like a they're they're connected down to how much they hate niggas all the way up to they hate lefts and liberals and fucking they love it American. And whatever, whatever, whatever. And our shit would just be like, hey, why you like the men? It's like, oh, she was a bad bitch or whatever. And I'm like, no, we're supposed to be the deepest people or whatever. Although I don't need every time. I'm like, I'm also not saying that y'all need to have like, you know, queen, mother, sister, hotel people. Unless y'all are really bonded like that. I just want y'all to have real connections. The shit doesn't seem real. It seems like this really weird manufactured version of what you motherfuckers want. And it seems more so like attention. I want to be able to take a picture on a boat with this nigga's grill. I want to be able to be, you know, take my smoking picture, blow it on her butt cheeks, but you don't even like her for real. And I find that you shit to be weird. You can do that and still not like the person. I think that's the part that, that, that I lean towards it, that I get frustrated with. It's like, we, we say we want a, a relationship for a fake reason to do all the performative shit. When you can really still do the performative shit with somebody that you have an agreement with that we're going to do the performative shit. Yeah, y'all don't be seeming like y'all have like real like, fun and enjoying each other. Yeah, and that's and what I feel like a be together. Is. I just, I understand you're, I think we, we talked about that or had post around that. Like you can be the fun partner. Like I, I get with you because you like to be on boats and film me shaking my ass and spray me with champagne or something like you like to have these experiences with me we're not compatible in any other area but i get to have fun with you in this capacity so these are the things that i do with you and it doesn't mean that we have to be in a relationship now you'll do the same thing with your friends because there's a lot of people that have friends and you don't have a deep connection with these friends these are your fun friends these are your friends that enable you to do the silly shit that you want to do in your mind but you guys can't have a deep connection or deep conversation or support each other or know you can't even recognize when somebody in your circle needs help. You're just, you're the fun friends. These are my deep friends. These are my fun friends. These are my hotep friends. These are my whole friends. I have all these different circles that I can do surface level shit with. Why can't you do the same thing when it comes to say intimacy or romantic relationships? Why is that the thing that you try to force to be serious, even though you have the same intention as all these other spaces? Cause monogamy. But I feel like 
I feel like sometimes though, like that's also like a decent thing that I feel like um I feel like niggas don't pay attention to. I think everybody should pay attention to, but it's like I'm not saying you need to have a, b- a bunch of friends, but if it's like, you know, I know uh I feel like that's a bigger conversation for a different day about mm-hmm. the whole critique about women and their friendships not being like that great. Like everybody always like, you know, y'all be really living like basketball wives going to places fighting. You'll never be you know, believe what happened with whoop-doop-doop-doop. And, I mean, like, you can say the same thing on the flip side for us, though. Because they, I mean, I sent you the meme for us that we were going to discuss as far as we don't have deep connections at all as men. We end up focusing so much on the narratives oh, yeah. and how to fit into those narratives that we end up just, we've become the thing that we are displeased with. Like, I know how to do an action, make some money, do a job, come home, provide to whatever people or take care of myself, but I'm really isolated emotionally. I'm really not deeply connected to anybody. So she has a lot of friends for superficial reasons, and they do superficial shit and enjoy each other and create memories, but they're not deeper connected, whereas I'm not deeply connected to anybody. I'm isolated. I'm on an island emotionally. That confirms my, that that feeds into my point, too, because I remember that video, and I was like, I don't agree with this. It was like, men don't really have friends. It's like, bitch, you a lie. I don't have a bunch. <laughs> but, like, I fucking specifically, like, lean on friendships because I was like, yeah, hey, you need you don't need fifty thousand motherfuckers. I find that so that's what I'm saying. I find both sides to be weird. If you got fifty thousand frivolous people that you always get into with and you don't have a couple solid motherfuckers and then on the flip side you don't have nobody, I feel like how do you expect like I feel like that's a skill set to be able to cultivate your ability to connect with others. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have nobody outside of the fuck game, that means you're trying to put all of your connection in this you don't have the skill set. You're gonna fuck this up. Because you don't have nowhere else in your life where you do this well at. I don't believe, like, you know, that's your friend and y'all didn't got in it for the 14th time in the past, like, three months. But you're supposed to fuck with, nah. Nah, you don't connect with anybody. You don't, um, you know, I'll be to myself. I don't fuck with niggas. So that means you're going to pour everything you have into this poor woman. She's going to fucking implode. Like, that shit is unhealthy. So I feel like if you don't have the ability to cultivate relationships in other spaces... You're not going to get into one of the most important, you know, in relationships you have and be good at it. Shit, in anything, you ain't never connected with nobody and that you're figuring it out. Not to say, like, nothing, anything prepares you for being a parent, but, you know, even that, like, you need other areas to cultivate the skill set. Like, this week you should, oh, workout analogy, again. <laughs> this week you do bench. This week you do dumbbell. The other week you focus more, like, there's ways to hit different parts. So if you haven't cultivated these muscles of connection, like that's a problem. And y'all be posting some of this shit, but I saw the rest of these bitches can't fuck with me. Who is not fucking with you? you who? Like who who are these people? Who's what is the parameter that you're judging to say that they can't fuck with you? Because they cannot fuck with you in a certain area that it's like, yeah, but I'm not trying to. Because that's not a good thing to be fucking with anyway. Like, come on, man. Like, you a manager at the Macy's. Who's really fucking with you like that? I mean, not even that. It could be worse than that. It could be shit. Your whole claim to fame, not to disrespect all the sex workers, but your claim to fame is having a lot of followers on Instagram because you show ass. The ass looks wonderful. And then you say, these bitches ain't got nothing of me. It's like, yeah, but they're doing, they have a more meaningful purpose to their life than you. That's, that's so they a- can't hold a candle to you in this area. But for the other nine boxes that need to be checked, they're shitting on you. This is why I be, you know, to myself and I don't fuck, people don't fuck with me. I'm like, you know, there's truth in that in different scenarios. But if you Mm -hmm. post that shit every other week, 
at some point I'm going to start thinking it's you. Like, yeah, you passed the bar or whatever. Like, you're probably a great lawyer, but every week you post a lot of weird shit about how everybody's got you, mm, everybody, like, your energy, whatever, whatever. And I swear, that's that's never going to not be a pet peeve, that y'all have found concepts that, on, on like, at, at surface are fucking amazing concepts that could do great things. And y'all continuously find every which way to make these good things confirm your bullshit. You know, you got to set a boundary. That's not what that is, man. That is you pushing away things that hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. You're a dickhead. Like, no, like you're, you're the villain. You know, if it doesn't serve me, we already didn't got into that. Yeah. Oh, speaking so of sex workers. I was going to say that that, that kind of goes back to the original question of all these cheating memes. Be accountable to what you're seeing on your feed. Maybe maybe you yeah. need to, to revamp your algorithm a little bit. Maybe your attention is gravitating towards some shit that it doesn't need to. Or maybe you're perceiving something deeper than what it actually needs to be perceived at. Leave that shit as a surface level thing and slide right by it and find some shit that deeply connects with you in a better way. And for, and you know, just for, uh, I know I've done it. You spend a good couple days just geek shit, whatever you're into. I know for me personally... It'd be comic book shit, anime shit, anime shit, comic book shit, anime yes, shit, yes, spiritual yes, shit. Yes, 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 yeah, see, yes, yes, a bunch yes, of, or yes. that. And it could just be, but it could just be good ass, not like cheating ass. If you click the right asses, it'll just be a thousand asses. Yeah, a thousand just nice asses. And these are good asses attached Chocolate. to. Chocolatey fit booted. Yep. You don't know if they're good people, but they serve their purpose. This is a nice ass. No, they can, see. they can be wonderful people. A lot of the gym booty. Double tapping on gym booty as opposed to double tapping on sex worker from Detroit or Chicago booty. Yeah, you might have a point. Distinguishing asses via... Because gym asses seem like they still get to the shit. But, so, you know, it's cool. Gym asses that are quite deplorable, but you know, yeah. they know how to... In time and that's a place. A, now, that's a twofer, depending on, you know, if you go to the gym together... And then, you know, let me spot you while you do mm. RDLs. Yeah, you know, you sit there like you can sit right up under it while she doing like a, mm. you know, them big spread squats when they use the Smith machine, Sumo. so you can get a hip mm. range of motion and mobility. Anyway, next next question. Fucking, yeah, I mean, it's still in the same ballpark, but like, oh, fair enough. why do people get shamed for paying for sexual pleasure? paying for sexual pleasure well what immediately came to mind is like we shame people for seeking pleasure in general depending on what the pleasure is because we can shame people for buying drugs and not seeking pleasure Mm -hmm. even though it may be wrapped in addiction most of the time it's seeking seeking pleasure or if it's wrapped in depression and you're seeking a numbing agent like we we celebrate spending money on liquor and bottle service and all types of other things in certain realms, but will shame meth. But alcohol is way harder on the body and harder to kick addiction wise than meth. Well, it's hard to turn up with the meth. <laughs> Can't be in the section with the meth. <laughs> I mean, depending on where you at, you could. Depending oh, yeah, depend on yeah. the different times, because people was because they show like you know they was frolicking in them know. poppy fields for a good amount of time. Because y'all might be in the clubs with Blade, and in Blade. They was cutting motherfuckers back open getting drinks. So you niggas might be in that motherfucker. Tie me up, baby. You, I mean, depending on what you're into, it's definitely fucking, possible. Uh, 
But even even in that regard, like say, um, sexual pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. People can spend money to be a part of BDSM communities and pay to go to those clubs, which you gotta pay. You gotta pay a little bit of money for it, just because for safety and inclusion and security and. Mm-hmm you know, privacy and things of that nature. So you can pay to be a part of these BDSM or kink clubs or swinger clubs and things of that nature. I'm paying a lot for pleasure, but I'm also paying for the ability to safely express myself with other like-minded individuals. So do we shame that? I feel like, I feel like in context, maybe not shame. I feel like that one probably gets less shame if you're in a kink community and you're paying for membership to be around other people that share your thing because this is unique. I'm mm-hmm. not even gonna, like you know I'm not gonna be rude and be like that's weird. But y'all into the y'all into a specific thing that I might not. I have to really work to get somebody into this. Where over here, it's a hundred motherfuckers that all love insert kinky fucking activity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking for and even that I would say that might not even be considered paying for literal sexual pleasure. You're paying for potentially. I haven't been to one of these events, but I've thought about it in the sense of like. I have a hard time finding people that are into my thing. So now I found a couple hundred people that are into my thing. So now I can check off this huge fucking issue. And now I can build upon some of the other stuff. Because I might go on a regular date. And I'm, like I said before, you know, the regular shit. I know she likes sushi. And I know that um, we both like to watch. Uh, I don't know. Like we're both Lakers fans. But I don't know if she likes getting peed on. And that's usually been such a serious hump. Once I do all these regular run-of-the-mill dates, mm-hmm. we go to the little fucking restaurant, I pay the whatever, we go back to the thing, and it's like, sex is cool, but I like pee, or whatever. I like water sports. Yeah, and I can't just outright say that, because every time I've done, I've done that, been on 10 dates in the past XYZ months, and only one girl was like, I've thought about it, but I'm like, bitch, I want to pee on you, I want you to pee on me, and then I want us to fuck. Like, if that's not a thing, whatever. So, so on and so forth. If I go to this <laughs> this PP this PP community. Don't shame it. It's funny. It just sounds. You just made it into too. what you're into. But if you go to the PP community, now you don't have to worry about everybody because everybody here in the PP. I so, like my PP pants. And yeah, I wore my everybody pee-pee got their PP pants on. So we all running around here in like soaked diapers and all types of shit. Adult diaper wearing. Yeah, all that type of shit. So now I know we're into this. So now I can build off the fact, damn, your mama from Connecticut, my people from Connecticut. You can, we can start, we started to pee and now we can jump up to whatever. So that, I said all that to say is I don't know that that particular thing should be shamed. I feel like what the things that people shame are niggas who flat out pay for pussy and the shaming of like maybe sex workers who, you know, are just this is what this is what I do for a living. I am just a sex worker. But that's now, the space we created, though. Yeah, because when we talk about you talked about dating and going out on a date, isn't that the narrative now that you're you're supposed to basically have him pay for the possibility of being sexually so, pleasured by you? So, so I that, want you to spend a whole bunch of money on dates if you're really trying to fuck with me, and maybe you can get some. That's that's soliciting. So that conversation always gets thrown into like you being a fuck nigga. I feel like there is some type of like logical correlation that that makes sense. Like if you, cause you are paying for, cause you're not, you're not paying for the connection. There is like, for sure, you guys can have a connection during anything. If you wanted to go out to eat for sure, dope. But the idea that there's a price range for your interaction and for the date to be well, regardless of if it was good or if you enjoyed this person, but if they didn't spend this dollar amount, it's the same like kind of prostitute concept, mm-hmm. fight me. 
um, the idea of paying even for a sexual interaction, like I want to go here and pay for pussy. I know niggas talk about the concept of um, you pay, you know, niggas say like I ain't pay for the pussy. I pay for it to get the fuck out of here when I got done. Where sure, I feel like there's something like that. I feel like that is shame because there is the idea that you were not good enough, cool enough, whatever enough to just have her fuck with you. To like, I like you know you. I like pussy. You like dick. I'm not paying, I'm not getting pussy. I'm offering dick. Like there's an equal confidence thing that's associated with that. So if you're paying for it, you are associated with that. You didn't have the skill set to just get somebody to like you for you. I feel like that kind of goes back to the being a body thing because people will do stuff performatively to not be a body, mm-hmm. but then you will also uphold and acknowledge and say that it's okay to have this type of narrative of somebody paying you essentially for you to possibly be a body. It's bars. I, I, like I you, agree. If you spend enough money on me, I'm willing to be a body. And I don't even, it doesn't have to matter if the sex is good or bad. I don't really care. It's just, I'm really only in this for my own narcissist, narcissistic mentality. Yeah, I want I everything to be, you know, revolving around me. So if you're willing to pay. You pay for it, so it must have been. Right. Like if you're willing to pay for things to be centered around me, sure. Because you're paying me, you're feeding me, which is pleasurable to me. You're going to give me money. In some capacity, which is going to be pleasurable to me, you're going to cater things towards me for a possible exchange that may or may not even have anything to do with me at all. You may love pay me this money and take me take me out on this experience just for me to be able to be allowed to do whatever I want to you because that can factor into the whole kink situation, too. I'm going to fly you out. I'm going to take you out and I'm going to do all these things just for you to be able to dominate me. That's such a stupid conversation. If somebody fly you out, are you owed to them? Why are you getting on the plane for somebody who you're not comfortable fucking with? That's dangerous Because shit. you're a narcissist. That's crazy as fuck. Like, you're a narcissist. I, I want this thing to, to give me the type of attention that I'm looking for. I want to feel valued and important, and I want this to be all about me. You're a goof for flying somebody out that you're not comfortable with or don't whatever, because that's money. That's, that's, you that's, you that's you paying for. That's you paying for it. But on the flip side, just on some fucking safety shit, I would be like, that's dumb as shit. I just flew out. You're, you're like, you're narcissist crazy. Yeah, you're wild. Like, you're, you're completely. You're, prost- you're a prostitute. That's, yeah. That's prostitution. And your shit is so nice that you want to be able to say you got flew out so bad. That is such a, I want to be the fucking star of the show shit so bad. You nuts. Narcissism. Yeah. You're fucking, I like calling you fucking nuts, though. But yeah, that's narcissism. Like, it's crazy as fuck. And it doesn't make sense. But we, we don't shame that. See it. We I mean, shame well, it when don't shame we shame it, it when it goes wrong, but we don't shame women doing that, accepting the gifts and the trips and all of that other stuff. We shame them when they start complaining about whatever outcome for whatever reason. Then we want to point our finger, and that's even only some of us. That's not everybody. But other than that, people can shame the outcome and still be like, "You could have just went and took the trip and made your made your your thoughts known from like yeah but you're still condoning and enabling the fact that they accepted this thing that really is based in ego yeah i so i think i i i i think from the paying perspective it we shame it because you know or the society shames it because you were trying to like you know pay for yourself to be fucking you know acknowledged as somebody who's deserving of a, a fucking or having sex like you have to pay because there's no other way. On the flip side, I think being a sex worker is it just hasn't been looked at as like a, you know, it's the oldest profession in the book, but it doesn't it doesn't get the same respect. You know, everybody like the movements are happening now, but traditionally it hasn't gotten the same respect as um, I don't know, man. If somebody said they were a doctor or a fucking firefighter or you, you know, have like a 
a viable way of income or whatever the fuck. And that profession has not held the same level of respect. It's just like, you know, you've given up the body for money and it is associated with prostitution. And that's, that is the reason. Now, everybody's kind of going back and forth as to whether or not, you know, that's a viable form of income or respectable, whatever. And that's kind of personal preference, like, if you want to live your lifestyle like that. But I feel like that's why. I said all that to say, I feel like that's why we do that. Well, I mean, and at least in both of those regards, one is communicated and understood and the other isn't. One is pseudo or hidden and one is overt. Yeah. Somebody's a sex worker, like anybody that they're filming with, doing content with or whatever, like we all know why we're here. We're all knowing why we're doing this. Even if we present it as if these are random hookups and you're a fan or whatever, but really like we have an agreement, we're getting tested. We know what we're doing, we're releasing it at this time. This, but like you're trying to run it like a business. It's still prostitution in some capacity, <laughs> but running it like a business, but we all agree and understand that these are the parameters of the framework. Whereas in this other one, it's, it's an internal decision of why I'm doing this and I'm not really communicating it with the other person, depending. Because some of the dudes that be paying for certain shit in certain ways, they're communicating. They in the DMs like, let me fly you out for you to shit on me or whatever the case is. Like, they're letting you know yeah, see, what it is they're looking is, for. I feel like don't have grounds to ever say anything or get mad because you knew exactly like, yeah, like I like, you know, like rapper niggas. I don't think any rapper nigga. I don't feel bad for any of them. Yeah. And I just feel like they shouldn't talk that much shit because it's like y'all niggas all promote that paying for pussy is the way to is the way to get to it. And it and makes you cool. Like doing this thing makes me cool. It makes me the guy. This is why I am the man. This is why I got the rap game on lock. It's because I can pay for everything that I want. Which is inherently saying that you don't have any intrinsic value. And that gets into a whole variety of other conversations. And that's the shit that I don't like. Because clearly any any and everybody, like if you fuck with somebody, obviously I want you to do well. But I hate the I hate the idea that like you are deserving of, well I'm finna go to work tonight. You don't earn you don't owe, I'm not don't owe you that shit. That's mine. I went I went and did that. What I choose to give because I want somebody to be in a good space and not have to worry or whatever. Like, yeah, that's cool. But that's definitely not for the coochie either. I'm not a bad looking motherfucker. And I feel like I fuck pretty good. Like, you know, like I'm not, you know, I feel like, you know, I feel like niggas be like, I'm the best dick in the world. I feel like that's nuts. Yeah, but I'm going to get you where you need stuff. to go. Like I've been, you know, I've been out here a while. So I just feel like logically it doesn't make sense. Like we supposed to be here. Everybody's supposed to get to the promised land. Why the fuck am I paying for this shit? I'm not paying for no pussy. I've shared before how I look at sex. Sex is, is communication. So why am, why am I paying to communicate with somebody? That's how I've always looked at and it. I pay you so I can eat some pussy. Are you a fucking... What right. the fuck? <laughs> pay to work? What kind of shit? I'm not doing that. I can get it for free and still not feel comfortable or feel that's like it was worth th- my investment. So why would I pay for it? Maybe. I don't know, man. And I know niggas been paying for pussy for five ever. But I just remember... I remember being broke. And so like... Like really broke. Like, 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 you know, well, I'm about to say, because like, I'm, I'm like, you know, like brokerty broke, like, you know, like I'm, I'm just regular broke, but like, you know, the brokerty broke where you had to like, whoa, I don't even have lint in my pocket. Yeah. You know, like, and in those moments, it's just like, wow, we're just like having sex and like, because we're having sex, because we're just fucking, you, you, we both just here fucking on each other. Cause that's fun to do. I'm never giving that up. I don't understand. I'll never not, you know, you gotta, I don't gotta do shit. I'm going to go ahead and bite. The, like, everybody should bite the bullet of what they asked for. Oh, so you just want somebody 
who's yes, who's got some shit going for him. So that way I don't ever have to. Oh, you want that? Great. It's great that you have a fucking great job. Go get that shit. <laughs> Cause I went and got this motherfucking uh PlayStation 12. I did that. Saw that shit. I can afford I bought that shit today. I was in line. So whatever, go get that. The fuck as long as all this shit in this motherfucker is on, I don't give a fuck what you do. And I don't find that to be fucking rest of you nigga. I don't care what anybody else said. All that shit is controlled dynamics. She don't need to have to worry about boy. That's so she can't tell you a fucking thing. <laughs> Let's shut up. That's a, to me that 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 narrative of how men are supposed to approach it. Not only is it a, a control dynamic, but that seems like prostitution as well to me. Like I'm I'm paying you to never have to do anything but be here at my I disposal. Hope, I hope they fucking get them. They've been driving oh, no, fast. That's, that's 24-7. Damn, get them, nigga. Hit the gas. Yeah, no, it's, it's 24-7 over here. Shit. But it's like, yeah, I'm I'm paying you for either the ability to allow me to pay for your attention. So either I'm I'm essentially taking the role of the trick, or I'm paying for your attention and your security. So I'm paying for all these things to make sure that you never have to leave or you never have to go anywhere or whatever. Just allow me to give you all this attention, so on and so forth, or it's the opposite. I'm essentially paying you to make sure you don't go nowhere. And all of, and see, that's, see, that's, that's why we shame it. I feel like, because most of that shit to me speaks more to the fact that you don't really give a fuck about yourself. And it makes this cool act of like sex. It's supposed to be like super fun. I find it to be like, you know, it's supposed to be one of the best times. And now we making this shit very fucking stupid. And it's some weird uh, fucking interaction where I got to feel like a fucking goofball. I can't, I can't understand not feeling like a goof. Like, like again, you work, f- you know, as, except for all y'all, because all of y'all now are clearly billionaires. Your businesses mm. are bringing in fucking $500,000 a month. I'm not there yet. So you work your 40 hours, get whatever your check looks like, and then you go fuck on somebody. And they tell you, and if you start doing the math, I remember, like, it was something I saw, and, like, they said how much they charged for us. It was, like, this round table of, like, sex workers. And, again, if motherfuckers going to pay, I can't tell you what not to not. But when they said the prices, I thought about that in hours that I worked to get. I'm like, there ain't no fucking way. I don't give a fuck if it's just half a shift. That's fucking, like, no. I work 10-hour mm-hmm. shifts. You think, like, five, this is worth five hours of my time for this? Boy, ain't I've had them conversations before. I mean, you you know my my former partner. I've talked with her about the ins and outs of the community, and I, you know, she even told me some stories about what people pay for. What's that shit, Coach Boone said? You are outside your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you must be outside your mind. <laughs> like who the fuck? I, at the same time, no kink shaming, but yeah, I I can't justify it. Yeah. I won't justify it, but I understand for some people they do feel the need to do that. The mental health side of me does feel like you're doing that for a lack of security and value within yourself. And I also can understand the perspective of some people paying for it because you want safety and security to not feel shamed for something that you have an interest in. So it's it's a it's a scale. I mean, I feel a spectrum. I, I know niggas who be like, you know, I stand on that. Like, I'm going to pay. And that's because I got it. Cool. That's ego. Hey, look, you got it. And I ain't going back and forth with nobody who, you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'm, well, it's, it's ramping up. Then I ain't going back and forth with nobody who's not paying me to do so. So, you know, you got it. You come, we can come, you can come do it here, but 
uh, I think it was we don't need we don't get a lot yet, but I'd be preparing every time I see a comment that's like just uh, you looking for it, you got it because there's a place that you can have a conversation with us about. But other than that, I don't care. We just disagree. Yeah, I've, I've definitely as I age more and more an inch closer to this this foe. Oh, I give me an argue about what. I don't want to argue about nothing. I don't even want to argue if you put onions on my burger and I didn't ask for them. I'm just, just move that shit to the side. I don't even care. Actually, I might still eat it anyway because the shit might be delicious. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. Arguing, oh, yeah. That just ain't got it to go back and forth with nobody. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, the arguing, no, if I felt like we're having a, I like conversations that are, you know, these whole, you know, like where you feel like, you know, you guys look like that fucking uh, Socrates painting where he's like, what are they doing like this? Or you feel like you're just having like a, Exchange of ideas, but it's like as soon as this feels like, oh, we pushing back and forth. Ugh, this is an argument. This ain't really. Yeah, no, you this got ain't it. communication. This is discourse. So what about? It's the same thing. Like you just looking for, you just looking for a way to. Mm. Like I'm cool. Like challenging is cool, but like y'all, know, I want y'all to understand what healthy challenges are. And I don't know, you gonna have to pay for that probably. <laughs> This was such an unhealthy family. I mean, from from jump. If you guys like, you know, just for for reference, I know like I'd be fucking, I'd be listening back, and I'd just be yelling about fucking the animators playing in the background. Like my hero was playing, and they're going through that episode where you start to see fucking uh, Todoroki. Yeah, Todoroki's family background, and it is fucking oh. how Dobby became Dobby. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie, man. Piece of shit, dad. Like, I'll say Endeavor had a lot of shit. I won't even say he was a piece of shit that, not to justify how he treated his family, but how did it start off? Oh, yeah, it, it was, was an agreement. It yeah, had nothing sure. to do with love. You take my wife for this reason. Essentially, like, you want some kids with quirks? Here, take my daughter and you guys create some of the best heroes and you make it happen. So now I'm entering this space with this unhealthy expectation, but I'm holding up the narrative of it's supposed to be this particular way, but it's not. It's really for this surface level, ego driven, whatever thing. And the more it doesn't go the way that you are trying to force it to go, the more you start treating your family terribly. And the craziest thing is he's not the most piece of shit dad in anime. No. Like I saw somebody, and it's crazy because, like, you know, I know it's this was a new episode a couple weeks ago. So everybody was like, this is what I was like, nah, bro. I was like, we still gotta, you could still throw some, you could throw some, still put some money on Goku's books. Oh, fucking absolutely. Jing is still at the top of just fucking the most absentee motherfucker ever. I don't even want to talk about Guts background because yeah. Oh fuck, that was terrible. You know what's another anime shit that got me the other night? I watched um uh, again. I'm a big Studio Ghibli fan. It's just everything. You know, shout out to Miyazaki. Like everything that man touches is great. And I finally watched, I have, I realized I had never watched it and I didn't know that. Like, I watched Grave of the Fireflies. Mm-hmm. Holy balls. You told me about that. It's good. If you want to watch it, it's good. Because it, it, it sent me on, like, this kind of... And it's National Anime Day, right? Is that the, was that the day or yesterday? I think it's today. National Anime Day, motherfucking gang gang. Um, <laughs> but it made me think, like, because I remember we had the Precious conversation and I was just like, what are my parameters on watching just extensive fucking trauma for no reason. Mm-hmm. But one, they got me because it's a brother-sister story. Still fucking sad. But, and I'm not trying to like make excuses because like I feel like 
it was kind of the thing that I said about like Precious, where I don't feel like Precious like taught me anything. Like Precious said, like the system sucks. Black families have issues. Moms have trauma, but it didn't really like explore any reasoning or how to resolve these things. Or even if it didn't resolve them, like explore kind of how these things happen instead of just saying like, you know, cause I saw, I remember in college, man, people was like, it'd be like that. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't really teach us anything. It's almost just told us this is how it's supposed to be. So grave of the fireflies, mad fucking sad. Right. But the story is set in, you know, world war two. And it shows like what happened to Japan. And I know like we see like, you know, every time you see like, you know, you watch them, what the fuck was it? Um, Eternals. And you see like that part where he's like crying because the bombs went off and he's mm-hmm. like, you get glimpses of, like, this is what it did to people or whatever. But this movie shows, like, there's midday. It starts off. They're, like, just two kids. And, like, they're just bombing fucking, like, occupied towns. Like, people are, like, getting burnt up. You know, spoiler alert. It's not a huge spoiler. Like, the mom dies. So it's, like, super depressive off top. And they go through, like, a bunch of terrible interactions. And all this nigga's trying to do is, like, just provide for him and his sister in this fucking war-torn country. And I feel like, and I was like, oh, okay. It's still sad, but, like, this is a movie that, shows because you know any if you live you know on this side of if you live on this side of the pond every time you know you live over here and you watch you watch a lot of the world war ii films you're like oh my god they were heroes you know they went over there and and they found hitler and they beat him to a pulp it was fucking steve rogers he flew out of planes did backflips through his fucking shield and we saved the day you watch a thousand movies and it's just always tons and tons and we were there the brits and we all fought together to 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 annihilate Access powers. And that's how it's fucking like taught. And you watch this film and it's like, hey man, it was like people on the other side. You no, know? like they just had to deal with that. And I was like, hmm. I was like, okay. It still sucks. But like I felt like I left with like a bit of like, hey, you know, there is like an other side to war, make you rethink all these war things. I mean, I was thinking about shit you see online, the motherfuckers like play with like World War um three happening and we play with all these stories acting like it was just some fucking home we went over there and fucked those fucking people up and it's like nah man like you know not to say you know you would have wanted to live in a world we lost but some of that shit's not to be played with because it was people who lived like this like this is a cartoon but there were like mad displaced people that never saw their families there's an other side of this thing and it's not this, this big happy whatever so i feel like i don't know like i feel like if i'm gonna watch super depressing shit like it needs to have a point. And I think that might be like one of my like issues with like, you know, precious or like other show, other content that we make that like lives in black trauma, because some of the stuff that does have a point, y'all just like reinforming the trauma. I don't really see a lot of that shit or I don't watch a lot of world war two movies either. So maybe I'm like out of the loop, but I feel like on that end, like, Oh, most of the shit that I see, it talks about how hard it was for the soldiers who then saved the day, but you really don't get educated on the other side that there's other other stories to be told. And, you know, if I'm watching a film, I'm looking for a story to be told. Mm-hmm. Let me leave with some shit. So I do feel like that'd be my critique also of, like, because I had to sit there and think, I'm like, all right, man, like, you know, you can't just be like, their trauma's cool and, like, nigga trauma sucks. And I was like, but they do get to kind of tell other stories. We just be retelling the same story. So that was what I kind of took away from it. That's my little movie tidbit, guys. You're welcome. The only world where I acknowledge was on the Rough Riders anthem. Just, no. to, I don't really. But aside from that, that kind of goes back into the other aspect or the conversation we were having earlier as far as like being able to present different perspectives and explore it and For be sure. comfortable with it. That's led to somebody having an artistic creation that can be consumed by millions of people. 
strictly because they allowed themselves to explore a different perspective. Or maybe they come from that other perspective and they're sharing it. So just embracing some shit outside of your own scope. I mean, I am going to... Could be beneficial. I will say this in, like, wrapping this up because it is anime day. There was that fucking um, stat that did say that, like, if, you know, people really love animes and, like, they get rave reviews because there's, like, just no other aspect, there's no other medium right now that's, like, having as great of character development and exploring, like, certain concepts, regardless of the fucking shows, um, powers, non-powered, slice of life. You get a whole bunch of shit. So to, like, really not like it, it doesn't really speak, you know... I'm finna shame you guys. It just speaks to your lack of ability. <laughs> right. I mean, being honest, because, I mean, this episode is definitely character development for sure. And it says, like, Multiple you know, characters. It says, like, people who enjoy them have, like, mad high cues and stuff. It just... I'm just saying, man, get you a little bit. And I stand on my whole shit like, oh, this is right. I'm still gonna wrap this up. Go ahead. I've been watching Star Wars, been watching The Bad Batch. I'm also hooked. Oh. I'm also hooked into that. I so gotta go just, back to that. It wasn't that bad. It's good, and it still ties into the story. Um... Um, the stories that are going to come out, I'm a little scared. I'm not going to hold you. Um, also, I've been trying to connect to the Warhammer shit. I'm a little hooked. I'm not going to lie. I also, can't find it. If you go to YouTube, like, they just have so much shit. Like, motherfuckers just have hours. and I mean, legit hours dedicated to fucking, it's a whole lot of stuff. I'm not telling you guys to jump on the Warhammer train unless you want to. It's interesting as fuck, but it's a lot, and I don't know much about it. And there's like that's, like, super dedicated geeksness, because I didn't know it was, like, tabletop before it was game mm -hmm. like niggas take the time to like do tabletop strategy and i'm not gonna lie it looks fun as fuck like dnd it looks it looks it looks fun shout out henry cavill bro like you know fuck with the gang you know you want to pull up you want to you want uh, we're big dudes you want to cast us in a, in a you know you want oh, some you, know you want some stories don't have black people in it there's a whole fucking family not family there's a whole primark fucking group they're from Vulcan. They're fucking black-skinned with red eyes. There's no fucking reason. I'm just throwing that out there right now, guys. There's no motherfucking reason. There's fan art that is made, and the dude is black. So I'm just saying, like, could you, could you fucking ash-skin a bunch of other people and, like, people have to eat it because they are aliens? Sure. Could you also do make this the fuck? Like, there's 18 legions. There's 18 of them. You can have 17 white legions... There's orcs, and there, you can have a whole black planet. I'm saying in a planet where enough, one of you niggas got to do the space shit right. In a fucking world, in a universe, we got dragons, demons, orcs, elves, fucking space magic, teleportation. Who knows who's putting what tentacle in what fucking place. It ain't a planet full of motherfucking niggas. One planet. One. Out of, of infinite cosmos, you can't just dedicate this one planet to these niggas fuck shit up. I'm telling I mean, you, do it. It worked out for C. C didn't have no black people, and then you found out the black people that existed, they were the only ones that could see. Do it. It's That's beneficial. Awesome. You got Jason Momoa floating around with all these different tribes, and can't nobody see and realize he's the only person of color floating around. Like, I don't know how that happened, I but okay. Give, I didn't watch that one where he was doing the dream shit yet, but it just seems like, I hope he does, like, a fucking haka in that. I just feel like that's part oh, of his yeah. fucking contract, and I respect that me. shit. That motherfucker say, no matter what I'm doing, I'm gonna let you niggas know what time it is, where that motherfucker from, y'all gonna eat that. And I'm 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 fucking with it. So yeah. Um I forgot where I was going with that. Bad batch, anime, um, good Embrace stories. It. Raise your IQ and your emotional intelligence and things of that nature. Yo, yeah. Watching cartoons. There's good stories. The way you motherfuckers ride for like Disney 
who arguably don't have that great a story sometimes, depending on what we talk about, is just saying the same old shit over and over again. Um, This does that. So I just feel like sometimes, like, especially, I always tell people, like, if you want to start off, you watch the Studio Gili stuff because it's fucking, it's elite. Watch Attack on Titan first. That's how I start people off. Well, no, I I have, okay. Attack on Titan first episode, watch it, and you will understand that anime is not what you thought it was. It depends how far away they are. I start them with the movies so you don't have to be committed to a bunch of episodes, but you get a really good story. There's fucking stakes. Motherfuckers die. It should be beautifully written. Like, that's it, man. And um, I'm ending it with this because I'm just a fucking... Of a million pairs of eyes you niggas can't rap. And listen, like... That they will never see look how he, he slid on this. Thank y'all for listening. Like, share, subscribe. And like... Everyone. Follow... Listen, comment, listen, tag Gen Z, Gen Zers. Listen to how this nigga, I know y'all like who y'all like, but listen to how, nigga, look how he's sliding this bitch. Give me my money in stacks and lace my bitches with time figures. Real niggas fingers on nickel bladed non triggers. You know, we'll see my enemies defeated. I catch him while they coke up and weed it open fine. Now them niggas bleed. See me in flesh and tests and get your chest blown. Oh, Niggas, you ain't know. They got me stressed out on death row. That was the original fucking skinning out. Alright, bye. Visions of cops and sirens. Niggas open fire. Bunch of thug life. Niggas on the ride. Until I die. Ask me why I'm a boss player getting high. And when I'm rolling by, niggas can't see me.